Hello and welcome to the Mind Springs podcast with me, Alastair Appleton. I hope you enjoy what you hear, and if you'd like to find out more about us, then visit mind-springs.org. Well, it's a it's a fine line between recognizing that the monkey mind, you know, the wandering mind, makes us unhappy, and in boiled down, the, the purpose of meditation is to make us happy. I mean, not, not happy, sort of caffeinated, smiley happy, but, you know, peaceful and, and you know, at peace in the world. And the wandering, obsessive, repetitive, monotonous patterns of thinking stop that. They make us unhappy. But the the problem is that it's not the thoughts that make us unhappy. Thoughts are just you know, phenomena of the mind. They're just all sorts of different things. Um, it's, it's the uh, unconscious thinking. It's the lack of awareness that makes them dangerous and makes them problematic. So we could, you know, if we were able to be completely aware of all our thoughts... It didn't matter what we thought, we could, th- we could think really negative things, as we often do, but it wouldn't stick, they wouldn't stick because they wouldn't go underground in an unconscious kind of burrow under our skin, in a kind of like an unconscious mental ringworm. <laughs> they, they, uh, we would see them and we would just let them arise and pass, that's just what thoughts do. So it's, if you like, it's not thoughts, it's it's unheeded thoughts it's like thoughts let gone you know gone wild without any kind of uh, control or any kind of uh, awareness this is this is the problem particularly thoughts about ourselves like ego ego thoughts this is where you know, suffering arises and yeah, different practices have different relationships to thoughts. So beingfulness, the, the kind of practice that we learned last year, earlier this year, is much more about investigating thoughts. You, know, you, you anchor yourself and then you kind of, okay, come on thoughts, show me your stuff, what are thoughts, how do they work, how do they interlink, what's the difference between thoughts and thinking. So we, we start to have a much healthier relationship to thoughts because we will always think. Not that we're going to stop thinking but we have a different relationship towards thoughts. And then practices like shamatha um, or samadhi, these are really much more about fueling the, the heart. This is, these are much more about experiencing the felt sense of being steady. So hopefully as you do this practice, you'll, you'll have a glimpse of this, that just being simple and steady and being with the breath the mantra makes you feel good and when you feel good you're more likely to do it you're more likely it's a kind of positive feedback loop and that sort of sense of grounded nourished that's okay I can just sit here and breathe and follow the mantra and that's okay that makes the the energetic undertow of thoughts much more 
uh, much less destructive. Because when your body-mind is like full of like crazy, like jumpy, all over the place, rip, red raw kind of energy, then the thoughts will just you know, feed on that. But if your body-mind is kind of soothed, singular and simple, then thoughts also tend to be soothing, singular and simple. It's like the thoughts ride on the, on the wind horse of the body's energy. And when the body is still and unified, then thoughts either don't arise at all, or when they do arise, they're very easy to spot and to work with. Yeah, I mean, that's, I can understand why you would do that, because that, that, that seems to be the, you know, my instruction. But it's not really that you have to stop your thinking. You just have to re recognize that actually the breath mantra heart complex is just much nicer. So it's, that's what I was saying. It's like, so let your, let your mind go and then notice how does that make me feel? Well, it probably makes you feel like you feel all day long when you're thinking, thinking, thinking. And then compare it with the feeling when you're absorbed in the breath, mind, body. And hopefully that feels nicer, that feels more nourishing and more peaceful. It might feel completely novel because most of us live in our minds all the time. So it feels like, oh, this is a whole new experience. But this is the experience that the Buddha is encouraging us to cultivate. Because this is what will nourish the path. This is the food, if you like. This is our lunchbox for the path <laughs> that we can at any time we can just drop all our busy thoughts and come into the literally called uh, the bread is it called the bread basket was that was that an old name for this part of the body they used to call it the bread basket yeah interesting yeah it's a, an english expression i think an old expression that the this this thing, if you got punched in the bread basket, you know, if you got punched in the stomach, it was like you were winded because you're punched in the bread basket. It's interesting because that is the that's where you put your lunchbox. <laughs> so this this it's it's not that you have to stop the thoughts particularly. It's just that you you prefer to be with the breath and the mantra. Yeah, I get that. Also, there's a, often they talk about folding the thoughts in. It's like you, you sweep the thoughts from the edge of your awareness into the sort of white hole of the, of the breath mantra. And they just go, they, just, they don't have a chance to establish themselves because they just get sucked into the pleasure spiral of the breath mantra heart. Thank you for listening. And if you'd like to join our live sessions, you can at mindsprings-practicespace.org. Also, if you feel inspired to give us a review or a rating, 
We'd really appreciate it. It helps other people find us.